Can God change your life in just 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. I'm Jonathan Burness, and I'm a Jewish rabbi who follows Jesus. Join me for Jewish Voice and you'll discover how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes and why you need to stand with Israel. You can play a role in God's end time plan. Find out how on Jewish Voice. Jonathan Burnus leads an organization called Jewish Voice Ministries International that reaches the scattered tribes of Jewish people around the world. Throughout history, the Jewish people have been driven out of Israel to many parts of the world. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has provided humanitarian aid in many countries that have communities of Jewish people while proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Savior and Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. Jewish Voice has demonstrated God's love by providing medical care, eye care, and dental care all free of charge to some of the most impoverished people in the world. Those who partner with Jewish Voice Ministries International join us in transforming lives and sharing God's love with those who most desperately need it. And now, here's Jonathan Burnus. I'm going to keep working on that. It's not as easy as it looks, but I love blowing the shofar because I feel the spirit of victory when I blow the shofar. Hey, I want to pray for you right now. Whatever you're going through, God is listening and seeing and cares. Whatever it is, there's nothing too great or small for God. He wants to touch you right now, and he wants to bring the solution to the problem that you're challenged with. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Yeshua, our salvation. In Jesus' name, I pray for each person that's watching today. I pray, Lord, whatever they're going through, that they would find new hope, new meaning, new purpose today, that they would, would feel in their heart the solution to their problem, that they would experience your presence, which, presence which breaks the yoke of bondage. Where your spirit is, there is liberty. I speak liberty and freedom and victory in your life right now in jesus name and everyone said amen amen, amen. Yes. hey you're not watching by accident i believe that god has caused you to tune into the program today this is no coincidence this is a god incidence and uh, he wants to touch you you may be going through some really serious situations right now uh, there's a there's such a long list uh, life is hard Life is challenging, but in the midst of that challenge, God says, I will see you through because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I want to share one of my favorite promises with you. It's from Jeremiah 29. Most of us know this. It's such a great promise of, in verse 11, and I want to read it, and I want to dig into the Hebrew a little bit because Hebrew is a fantastic language. It's multifaceted. And when you look at some words in English, it just has a single meaning, kind of a flat meaning. But when you look at it in Hebrew, it just comes alive. So we'll dig into the Hebrew a little bit today. Uh, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Let's stop there. I don't know if we'll get past those that single uh, verse today, 
but it goes on and talks about crying out to the Lord, yeah. and he will be found. And some of us has to, have to do just that. We have to cry out to the Lord, and he'll hear and answer our prayer. You know, this, this, isn't, this is about being active. It's about pursuing God. Scripture talks over and over again. Draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you. You know, this is, this is, I like to call this a great promise in the midst of a bad chapter. Jeremiah, if you read the book of Jeremiah, it, it's, a, it's a sad book. Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet because he wrote at a terrible time in Israel's history. Israel, uh, actually the southern tribes of Judah, had been taken captive by the Babylonians. They were separated from uh, Jerusalem, from Israel. Uh, the temple had been destroyed, their homes had been destroyed, they had been separated from their families, and now they're crying out to God in Babylon uh, as, as exiles, as captives. Will they ever see the promises of God come to pass in their lives? Will they ever fulfill the destiny that God has for them as a nation? You can picture the, 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 the sadness and the, and the uncertainty. You may be going through that right now. It's a bad time in the history of the, the, the Jewish people. And in the midst of that tragedy of exile and separation from their temple and from the land they love and, the, and, and, the, and their families, God speaks to them through Jeremiah. And he says, I have a plan for you. I will fulfill my plan for you. And goes on and declares later on, I will bring you back from this. This is only for a season. It's only for a season. I want you to grab hold of that. Whatever you're going through, it's just for a season. Press on. Don't give up. Keep holding on to the promises of God. Keep crying out to God, and the deliverance will come. It came for the children of Israel. God said, I'll scatter you, but I will bring you back. And he's fulfilled that promise. Israel's now back in the land, and we're celebrating 70 years of Israel restored as a nation. How about that? And listen to this, not only have the Jewish people survived, they've thrived in the land of Israel. It's an amazing thing to see. It's an amazing thing to experience. And it's a declaration for us that the same God who spoke over the Jewish people in Babylonian captivity, I will bring you back. I have a plan for you. It's true for us also who are grafted in through the Messiah. Oh, I love this. I, let's break this down a little bit. It's in the midst of this bad chapter. And yeah, you may be going through a bad chapter. You, the whole book may be bad. This might not be a bad day for you. The whole week may have been bad. The month, the year may have been bad. But it's about to change. It's about to change. God's saying to us today, he's saying to you, I have a plan for you. And it's a good plan. It's a good plan. And it's a plan, first of all, to prosper you. Yeah. That word prosperity, I think, has really been misunderstood and, and kind of contorted, right? Yeah. That it's only about money. It's, only, it's, it's about the bigger house, the bigger car, the American dream. That's not God's definition of prosperity. Yeah. You can have all the money in the world and you get a terminal illness and all of a sudden none of that matters anymore, does it? The word prosperity in Hebrew really reveals God's prosperity. It's the word shalom. Everybody say shalom. 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 Now, I love the word shalom. It's kind of an all-purpose word. It's the, one of the best-known Hebrew words. It means hello. It means goodbye. So if you don't know whether you're coming or going, you just say shalom. 
And it also means peace, but it means so much more than peace. Hey, we're exploring God's promise to give you a hope and a future from Jeremiah 29:11, And I'll reveal even more in just a moment. But first, I want to offer you this wonderful decorative plaque that has this promise on it. Jeremiah 29, It's in a pretty design, and it's yours with the gift of only $40 or more as our way of saying thank you for helping Jewish Voice reach out to the Jewish people scattered around the world. This is going to continually encourage you in God's promise to you. You can call or go online to get yours right now. Call now to get your wall plaque displaying Jeremiah 2911, a hope and a future for a gift of $40 or more. It's our way of saying thank you for supporting the outreach of Jewish Voice Ministries International to Jewish people worldwide. This plaque will minister to you every day as it reminds you of God's eternal promise. Call the number on the screen or go to the web address shown to get yours. I'm talking about one of my favorite promises in Scripture. I love Jeremiah 29:11. In the midst of a bad chapter in the history of the Jewish people, they're kept captive in Babylon. The temple's been destroyed. They've been separated from their families. They've been scattered, as God said, I'll scatter you if you disobey me. But he said, I'll bring you back. That's the grace of God. If we sin, we confess our sins, and he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's the promise. And he says, in the midst of this bad chapter, I have a plan for you, Israel. And it's a good plan, not to harm you, but to prosper you. That's a plan that every one of you watching can grab a hold of because it applies to you. God's saying to you right now, and I don't care what you're going through, I don't care how bad it may seem, I don't care how you feel. You know, it's easy to believe God for other people, isn't it? But it's hard to believe God for ourselves. We don't feel loved, so it's hard to believe that God loves us. We don't feel significant. Jeremiah didn't feel significant. He felt insignificant. It's hard to believe that God loves us and cares about us because we may feel that he's let us down in the past. God has never let you down. Hindsight's 2020, and sometimes it takes years to look back and say, I get it now. God loves you. He cares about you, and he's saying to you today, I have a plan for you, and it's a good plan to prosper you. I left off sharing that that Hebrew word, and I love the multifaceted language of Hebrew. It's a creative language. We have so many great Hebrew materials because I believe in the power of the Hebrew language. That word prosper is the word shalom. I said before it means hello, it means goodbye, it means peace. When we read Psalm 122, where it says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, it's the word shalom, peace. One of the names of Jesus that I love so much is Sar Shalom, he's the Prince of Peace. And so I encourage people on every program, pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but when we look at shalom, it's far more than just peace. It means well-being. It means wholeness. It means soundness of mind. It means security. It means 
completion. That's the best definition. It, it's so many words comprise shalom in English. There's a dozen words. But I think the deepest is it's to bring to completion. Think about this now in context. I have a plan for you to bring you to a place of well-being, wholeness, and completion. I love the verse in Colossians where we see we're complete in Him. How is it that we can come to a place where whatever we ask for, He answers? Is that anything we pray for in faith God answers? I don't believe that because there's things that we pray for when our mind isn't aligned and our heart isn't aligned with the things of God that will just hurt us. And God in His love and in His Father's heart just won't bring it to pass because He doesn't want to hurt us. We may not know it. We may be kicking and screaming and throwing a temper tantrum, but it may take years of growth to realize I was praying the wrong thing. Right? God says, no, I want to bring you in my plan to a place of completion in Him where you are so aligned, heart and mind, with the things of God, with the purposes of God. Seek ye first the kingdom and His righteousness that every prayer you pray aligns with the heart of God and it comes to pass. Now that's mind-blowing to me. It's a place of great maturity and I haven't arrived yet after 38 years. I may only arrive when I fall into the arms of Jesus and he says, good and faithful servant, well done. But I want to strive to be conformed into the image of God. I want to take hold of those things which God took hold of me for. The older I get in my faith, the less time I know I have, the more I'm committed to take hold, to grab hold of that which God took hold of me for, and to come to a place of completion, of shalom in Him. Do you see it? God's saying, my plan for you, first and foremost, is not to shower you with money and a bigger car and a bigger house. Now, that, that all may be nice, but it may be not so nice. I'd rather go for the health and the strength and the longevity of life to fulfill everything that God has ordained me to fulfill while I have breath on this earth. I think that's pleasing to God. And he says, I, my plan for you is to bring you to a place of completion in him where you lack for nothing, even if you're in prison, even if everything has gone wrong around you. You're complete in him because you have him. You have him. Complete in him. My plan for you is first and foremost shalom. And when we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, what we should be praying is for God's plan for the land and people of Israel to be brought to completion, to come to the place where the Messiah returns. Everything is aligned for the Messiah return, to return and establish his kingdom. What has to happen before that? All those things that still have to align. One of them is that the gospel has to go to every nation, to every ethnos, to every people group, to the Jew first. Alignment with God, shalom, completion. That's my plan for you. That's God's plan for your life today, right now. Regardless of what you're going through, he wants his shalom, his wellness and security and wholeness to be in your life, the life of your family, in your home. I love that, don't you? Yeah.
I want, I want shalom for you. And he says, not ra. That's the next Hebrew word. That's everybody say ra. ra. Ra, I don't want bad things for you. Now that's hard for some of us to believe that God is saying, that God of, of all creation is saying to you today, my plan for you is a good plan not to harm you. God will never bring a sin into your life to teach you a lesson. That's not right theology. God will never cause you to sin. God will never cause you to leave your spouse unless there's abuse. He, he wants you to find peace and joy in your marriage relationship, not find somebody you're happier with. I, I know I'm stepping on toes right now. I know I'm stepping on some toes now, but I'm, I'm, I'm preaching the truth. Amen? I'm preaching the truth. God wants to restore relationships. He doesn't want to bring evil into your life. He will never cause you to crash your car to teach you a lesson. He doesn't bring harm on his children. That's not God's plan for your life. Some of you have this picture of God. He's this angry police officer standing over you with a belly club ready to bop you on the head. Maybe you've had a terrible upbringing from a father or mother who told you you'll never be good. You'll never amount to anything. It's a lie. God's speaking over you right now and he says, I love you. I have the best for you. I created you in my image for a purpose. Before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. Hey, right now I'm going to pause for a moment and I want to share something special with you to help you remember this promise from Jeremiah 29 always. I want you to call and get this beautiful wall plaque of Jeremiah 29:11. It's your gift with a gift of $40 or more to help the worldwide outreach of Jewish Voice. And this is a way to hide his word in your heart. And I, when you see it, you confess it, and it becomes a reality in your life. It'll strengthen you daily. Call or go online and get one today. Call now to get your wall plaque displaying Jeremiah 29:11, a hope and a future for a gift of $40 or more. It's our way of saying thank you for supporting the outreach of Jewish Voice Ministries International to Jewish people worldwide. This plaque will minister to you every day as it reminds you of God's eternal promise. Call the number on the screen or go to the web address shown to get yours. We're looking at one of my favorite promises in Scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11. Oh, I love this. The Lord's speaking over Israel and speaks over us. I have a plan for you. And it's a good plan to prosper you and not to harm you. It's to give you shalom in Hebrew, to bring you to a place of completion. Not ra, not to harm you, not to harm you spiritually, not to harm you emotionally, not to harm you physically. God does not inflict us with sickness to teach us a lesson. Now we can learn a lesson out of the sickness and, and, and we live in a fallen world. So people get sick, people age, people bald. I'm not talking about anyone in particular. I miss my hair, hair today gone tomorrow. But we live in a fallen world and there's sickness and evil in this world. But God doesn't inflict us with sickness to teach us a lesson. No, he heals. Jesus went about doing good and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. Sickness has come into the world because of the fall, because there is a Satan who hates God and hates the people of God. But here's the good news. 
we have the promise of healing that by the stripes of our Messiah, we are healed. That's the promise of God. That's the goodness of God. Not raw, not harm, but shalom. Well-being, wholeness, healing, health, fullness in him. And then he says, my plan is to give you a hope and a future. Two more great Hebrew words. Hope is the word tikva. Let's say that together. Tikva. Tikva is an expected end. It means that God has a destination for us laid out. It's confident expectation and that which has not yet come to pass. It's very, very similar to faith. The only difference is the tense. Faith is in the now. I believe God now. And with that faith, I have hope in what lays ahead. Confident expectation and it's not based on our, our hope with our mind. It's not based on, well, I just, I hope that's God's plan. I hope that will happen in the sense that I, I sure wish. No, it's based on confident expectation that what he said in this book will come to pass. Amen. Amen. Yes. Do you hear me? Yes. Hope, biblical hope is confident expectation that this book is true and every word will come to pass regardless of what we see around us. We believe it, faith, now, but we have confident expectation that it will come to pass in the future. I am confident that Jesus will return in bodily form to Jerusalem. Not to Rome, not to New York, but to Jerusalem, to the Mount of Olives. I have confident expectation that he will rule and reign physically from Jerusalem. I believe that. I have confident expectation that when I am absent in the body, I will be present with the Lord. I'm confident of it. That's hope. I believe it now, but I have confident expectation in the future. You know, I fly a lot and I don't like turbulence. And today, I was just flying today. I was on a flight today and there was some turbulence. I'm not used to it after 30 years of flying. And sometimes it's really bad. And you can identify people for when there's really bad turbulence. The, the prayer people, right? The Pentecostals are praying in tongues. You know, the turbulence gets really bad. They don't care who's around us, right? We don't care who's around us. And of course, the, the non-charismatics are praying the Lord's Prayer or uh, Psalm 23, you know, whatever. They're just, they're, they're praying in English. And the heathens are just, they're either crying or they're angry, you know, it's just, you can identify people. But what's interesting is that when the plane is shaking really bad, you can always expect the pilot to come on the speaker, right? And just very, very uh, uh, calmly, ladies and gentlemen, we're experiencing some turbulence. Oh my gosh, of course we are. And uh, it should only be for a few more minutes. We're going to take you through it. We'll go up, we'll, we'll descend, whatever, and in a few minutes they'll be fine. And the amazing thing is, the plane's still shaking, but the whole atmosphere changes. Why? Because the pilot, the one who's sitting up in front, seeing everything in touch with the control tower, who has the experience running the plane, says, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. Now imagine if the pilot got on the speaker and says, I don't know what's happening, I've never experienced this, it would be worse. 
But no, the voice of experience, the one who's done this over and over again, who knows that he'll land this thing, is saying, everybody calm down. And that's the idea of hope, that in the midst of the trials and tribulations of life, when we're going through the sickness, when we're going through the betrayal, when we're going through the rejection, the pilot of our souls in that quiet, calm voice says, keep going, you'll be okay, you're going to make it. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm the author and finisher of your faith. And the idea of hope is that in the midst of the trials and tribulations and turbulence of life, we hear that, small, that still small voice, like Elijah. And we come to a place of peace and victory because we know that we know that we know we're going to make it through this. Don't you love it? That God says, that's my plan for you. You'll still go through the circumstance. You'll still have the turbulence, but you'll be at peace through it, and you'll walk above it because of that. I have a plan for you, and that plan is to give you hope and see you through. And then quickly, the last word, and this one you have to be careful with. Don't, don't, because you've got to get this really from the guttural. I have a future for you, an acharit. I cover my, I don't want to spit on, on Bill here. Acharit. I have a, a GPS destination for you. And my plan for you is to get you there just like a GPS. Go left, go right, go straight. A hundred yards, no, you got to do a U-turn now. But if you listen, you're going to get to the destination that God intended. The Acharit. I love that, don't you? He says, my plan for you is to see you through, to bring you to completion, and to get you to a place where you finally stand before me. Destiny fulfilled, hearing good and faithful servant, well done, come and enter my rest. And that's God's plan for you today. He loves you. He cares about you. And everything you're going through right now, you will make it through if you listen to that voice. Today, we've looked at a remarkable promise in the Word of God, and it's true for you. Jeremiah 29:11, and that provides hope and a promise to you to help you make this understanding permanent in your mind and your heart. I want you to get this beautiful wall plaque with the scripture and this beautiful design. It's going to encourage you. It'll lift your spirits, and you can stand on this promise for your life. It's yours for a gift of $40 or more to help the outreach of Jewish Voice Ministries around the world, and it's our way of saying thank you. I want you to go to the phone or go online right now. Call now to get your wall plaque displaying Jeremiah 2911, a hope and a future, for a gift of $40 or more. It's our way of saying thank you for supporting the outreach of Jewish Voice Ministries International to Jewish people worldwide. This plaque will minister to you every day as it reminds you of God's eternal promise. Call the number on the screen or go to the web address shown to get yours. Don't miss the Jewish Voice 2019 Israel Tour. You'll walk the ancient streets where Yeshua walked,
You'll learn from Jonathan Burnus as he shares teachings at historic sites like the Old City of Jerusalem and other inspiring locations throughout Israel. You'll also enjoy your choice of four or five-star accommodations, make new friends, savor some of Israel's most delectable foods, and experience memorable adventures, such as being baptized in the River Jordan or renewing your wedding vows aboard a boat on the Sea of Galilee. Here's a special message from Jonathan. I want to personally invite you to join me and my family in Israel. It will change your life and you will never read the Bible the same again. For more information, call 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv slash Israel. Again, 800-299-9374 or jewishvoice.tv slash Israel.